I'm Brian Johnson. I'm Gavin Kent. I'm Michael Mertens. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, John Krakauer's Into the Wild. Um, so the book is about a man in the 90s uh, going through America and uh, his adventures, off, living off the grid and all that. and um, His inevitable his in death in the Alaska wilderness. Yeah. So, what questions we got? Um, well, Krakauer's bias is sort of the first main question we have. I think a lot of it comes up in chapter 14. A lot of it's explained in chapter 14, why he has such a biased opinion over the throughout the whole novel. Mm -hmm. He sort of criticizes Chris McCandless for his actions almost. And in chapter 14, the Steichen ice cap. Steichen. Steichen. He talks about like his own personal adventure to Alaska and being obsessed with climbing the devil's thumb. It just sort of goes hand in hand with McCandless's adventure. And sort of gives an extra reason to why uh, Krakauer is so judgmental of McCandless is because he went through a very similar situation like years before when he was much younger. Yeah, so um, Krakauer talks about why he thinks John would, uh, Chris. No, Chris, yeah, Chris. Chris would, um, would do such a thing about, like, going off the grid and living, forgetting about his life and his family, and, um, he doesn't think, uh, his death wasn't planned, and that, um, quote, but my sense of Chris McCandless's intentions come, too, from a more personal perspective. Yeah, he definitely glorifies Chris McCandless, and He's not the only biased one. Everyone, everyone talks about Chris McCandless like the people who knew Jesus talked about Jesus. You know, like oh, he was such a good person, and those are the people who met him, like the people who he worked with, the old people that he met along the way, people who may have given him a ride or let him stay in the place. They were like, oh, he's such a bright little boy, you know, stuff like that. Something your grandma would tell you. Because <laughs> um, <clears throat> honestly, why, why, why wouldn't they? Um, I mean, he had it planned out. He was brave enough to go out there. And if there was someone that you really didn't know all that well, and you only you only knew them for like a, what a week, maybe a little longer, maybe a little shorter. Yeah. And they and then that's the last you saw of them. And then you hear that they died. Are, are you really gonna say anything bad about them? I mean, yeah. sir. But even though, like, even then, uh, Krakauer adds in the book like letters that he's been written. Um. Um, a lot of it's like Alaskan natives talking about like how Chris was just sort of a like idiot from the southern 48 states that just yeah. sort of comes up thinks he, he can live off the land and just winds up getting himself killed from trying and they sort of make a point that he's not the only one to have attempted this and that he's not the only one that's died doing it yeah and a lot of this goes into opinions now, how we, how we perceive this. Um, I mean, uh, 
it's like I said, whether you, it, it, it's a difference if you know if you knew him or if you didn't know him. And a lot of people are going to think that he's an idiot. And I'm not really sure where I stand, but. Right. Yeah. So um, the second question we have is, um, how do we construct identity through our actions, interests, values, and beliefs? And that's with the Kohlberg dilemma. Um, I think we construct, um, we construct uh, identity through our actions and, um, yeah. Well, I mean, getting posed to different scenarios can sort of tell a lot about our personality, but a lot of it, like when we're younger and sort of still developing, um, when you're posed with certain situations, how you react can determine like how your personality may change or how it has already been changed. Yeah, and that is accurate because as we see, um, John Krakauer, he, he's stating, well, I think that this is how it went down and, and when he's describing what, why Chris would want to do what he did and it turns out that he wasn't far off like he he didn't want to be part of society um but it was also more than than just not want to comply like he it's easy it's easy to 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 get to see why someone would do something um it was also his family yeah so um the first dilemma on the covid um dilemmas it says Joe is a 14-year-old boy who wanted to go to camp very much. His father promised him he could go if he saved up the money for it himself. So he, Joe worked hard at his paper route and saved up the $40 it cost to go to camp and a little <coughs> more besides. But just before camp was going to start, his father changed his mind. Some of his friends decided to go on a fish, special fishing trip and Joe's father was short of money it would cost, so he told Joe to give him the money he had saved from the paper route. Joe didn't want to give up going to camp, so he thinks of refusing to give his father the money. So, so does that scenario compose a lot of questions about your personality as a person, just judging on how you would respond if you were, oh, I didn't, I forgot the boy's name. Chris. Chris. Yeah. Um, like if you were Chris, you could give your dad the money and just let him go on his fishing trip with his friends and you'd be kind of a, not really a pushover, but a little bit softer. Whereas if you sort of stood your ground like, no, this is my money, I'm going camping because that's what I've been saving it for. It's, it almost seems like a bit more of a mature thing to do to do what to keep what you earned as your own and do what you wish with it yeah yeah but what i find interesting is how in in chris's scenario he didn't do either of the things he didn't submit to it and he didn't call them out on it he walked away from it well the culprit dilemmas they're supposed to be like questions posed as if you were in that own in that scenario and how would you respond to it yeah i mean honestly i'd call him out on it I think McCamus is admirable or disgraceful. Well, he's definitely not a disgrace.
yeah, I don't think, I think disgraceful is, like, too rough of a term. Yeah. Him. I wouldn't call him either. I think he lays a little bit, like, somewhere in between. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he, he's right in the middle, but he's leaning a little more towards admirable, in my opinion, because he had guts, at least. And I can admire uh, just being able to, like, pick up and just walk away from life and family and just be able to live free and do whatever you want. I, gotta, I mean, I respect that a lot. <laughs> um, but a lot of the things he did, he didn't, it didn't seem like he really thought through, like, well, not taking enough food into the forest with him. Yeah, like not taking enough food. Like he, he just was, took what two two pound bag of rice, I think. I think so, and he had like a ridiculous twenty two. Yeah, you don't you don't want to bring a twenty two into the wilderness of Alaska. Yeah. No. But I mean, like, even earlier in the book, like uh, when he gets the canoe, like that just seemed like sort of like immediate, like oh yeah, sure, why not. He didn't really seem too prepared for it, and he just sort of managed to come out on top because it worked out for him. And as we all know, Alaska did not. Yeah. So I think he's a lot more admirable than he was disgraceful. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, it depends person to person. Right. Uh, so, what do you think was his fatal flaw? Personally, I say his ego. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that certainly contribute to a lot of his... What we are perceived to be what his beliefs is in Into the Wild as, you know, to heck with society and just live on his own. And that sort of was his own downfall. Yeah. yeah. Then again, getting to Alaska wasn't... You know, Easy task. Yeah, wasn't an easy task. It wasn't, but like, what happened to him? All the all that really fatal stuff happened when when he was in Alaska. Like, I would say, yeah, his ego is part of it. That's what got him out there. But I would say, more literally, uh, the willingness to go find something to eat. Like, he had he had, he ate something bad. That was his problem. That was his literal death, but yeah. yeah. But I, I, compared to potato seeds, I'd rather have anything else. Yeah. So go out and find one. Go find something to eat wood or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, he certainly didn't give up in his scenario and he kept fighting, but I mean, even the fact that he did go find something to eat was inevitably what killed him. Yeah. I think he knew. That he was in trouble, and before he ate the seeds, and I think was just too stubborn to go out and find help. Yeah. And um, that's conclusion. all we. Yeah, that's all we have. And his fatal flaw was, I think we all agreed, his ego. Yeah. And stubbornness, and yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Signing off.